The one and only Ben got into the online game at 12 years old. Here's some rapid fire questions. What is your advice for other teenagers getting into the make money online game these days? Find your strengths, find your weaknesses, pick a skill and just go after it. Learn how to sell, learn how to market yourself and start providing the skill. It's the fastest way to not only make money, but also get better at what you actually do. What business model has made you the most money? SEO agency, but also SEO affiliate. How did you start making money online at 12 years old? That is probably the youngest I've ever heard. What I pretty much did is I was super fascinated by phones and like gadgets. Started reviewing every single gadget that I could get my hands on. And by the age of 13, 14, I was sponsored by pretty much every single carrier in, in Slovenia where I'm from. So that's pretty much it. Heck yeah. For those that don't know, the one and only Ben Golden of goldenweb.net, Shopify SEO services that deliver real, real results. So this is your Shopify SEO agency, huh? Correct, yeah. Nice, awesome. So we can get into that in a second. Um, we were just hanging out here in Thailand. You're good buddies with Evan, who is my one of my best friends. And so you guys are now homies. And then he came out here and we brought out in Thailand. So yeah, what's uh, what's going on? How's Tbilisi? Tbilisi is all good. Definitely not as warm and nice as Thailand right now, to be honest. In fact, it's, it's raining outside. Um, but yeah, man, all good. Definitely a, a solid base that, um, yeah, anyone out there that's looking for like a, a potential base to consider, I'd highly recommend um, just checking it out. Nice. What was your uh, thoughts on the uh, the month or so that you were out here in Thailand hanging out with us? Very, very nice. Very nice. Um, in effect, like it's it's definitely on the on the list. Um, if nothing else, just to kind of escape the winter in Europe. I'm just probably gonna make it a yearly thing, come out there for three, four months. I mean, the quality of life for the price is just unbeatable, especially like looking at, at you guys and the setup that you have out there and everything like that, it's it's incredible. So, plus it's um, it's a very good kind of balance. You know, it's easy to get kind of into work and, and just kind of just stay so focused on the work that you kind of forget to, to actually leave and, and, and focus on the experiences. Let's say that Thailand makes it's much easier to focus on the experience just because it has so much to offer yeah well at least they got wonder fruit like we were talking that one that was my first time going to any like big fucking festival type thing yeah and so what, what was your experience uh, with that that was crazy that <laughs> was insane like just um to be able to go i mean you have like a festival and you have so many different stages, so many different vibes, and you can just pick and choose and change up the vibe completely just whenever you want. Um, mm -hmm. So it was, was definitely a cool experience, yeah. Yeah, that was epic for sure. Definitely, uh, I'd recommend any bros uh, watching. Um, yeah, definitely, I think we'll do that again. Um, dope, so like, you know, we, we hung out, and this is our kind of first time uh, hanging out, but Evan's been telling me about you for a long time. Um, but like, I still don't even know like your full story. Uh, so, and all I know is you, you know, that what you just said, you started at 12 and doing the YouTube thing and the, the tech reviews, like what was the next thing after that? And like, when did you get into like the e-com game? Just to kind of start from the beginning, like I mentioned, started that started at 12 with, uh, with a phone gadget reviews, everything like that. Uh, made about 300 videos in two years or so, uh, at this at that point had like 25,000 subscribers 10 million views something like that and I just kind of started looking around like 
I wanted to create a website for myself where I would be able to organize these videos and kind of have a portfolio of videos outside of just YouTube. So one, once, once again, like I just opened up YouTube. I pretty much learned every single thing from yeah. YouTube. I didn't finish high school. I, I just learned everything nice. from YouTube. Um, so yeah, just for anyone out there, like if you want to learn something or do something, you have literally zero excuses. Just go on YouTube or Google, whatever you prefer and, and find, find what you, what you want to learn. That's it. Anyway, I learned how to, how to create websites with WordPress. So I created uh, a website for myself and then I kind of got approached by a few like local business owners in Slovenia. This was like in 2000, 2013, 2014. Um, and back then in Slovenia, like the local business owners didn't really have websites or they were just very, very bad. So I started getting um, inquiries in just to, to build them a website. Um, that started going well. And at one point we were building like five to seven websites every single week. Um, so we had a lot of, a lot of clients um, and I was just outsourcing all of that, all of that work. So I found contractors on Upwork. I would outsource all that work and just kind of deliver and, and sell. That would be kind of my role. Um, <clears throat> anyway, then I realized that all of these people that and local business owners that were coming to me, they all thought that they wanted a website because in their mind, they assumed, okay, if I have a website, I'm going to get leads and I'm going to have more business, right? So then they kind of realized, okay, just by having a website, that does not mean that, that no, I'll no, no. actually you get the business. Traffic. Yeah. 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 So... Anyway, I got into Google Ads and I was running that for like a year or two. We were doing okay with that. But in, in Slovenia, like the SEO, SEO is extremely, extremely easy. Just like in any foreign market, it's very, very easy. And it, uh, it got me thinking like, why would I pay for traffic if I can get it for free? So I started dabbling around with, with SEO. Um, yeah, I took a few courses. Uh, for anyone out there that's kind of trying to learn, I would say Ahrefs blogging for business course is fantastic. Like you have everything in there that that you that you need really. Um, yeah. Anyway, got into SEO, went to Thailand the first time in 2018, I believe, to Chiang Mai SEO conference uh, by Matt Digity. Highly mm -hmm. recommend that as well. Um, then. I, I went into affiliate SEO first off. I still run a few like affiliate SEO projects today. Uh, got into that and then kind of started offering SEO services to affiliates. So I would just pretty much start fixing up websites, get them more traffic uh, with uh, like quick wins, technical SEO quick wins mainly. Um, but then like I got kind of, it got me thinking, so why am I serving affiliates if all of these affiliates are usually serving e-commerce stores? like? They're sending the traffic to Amazon, to other e-commerce stores and so on. So then I just decided, okay, let's take kind of a level up. Let's level up and go to serve um, like e-commerce stores. So I repositioned the agency um, from affiliate SEO into e-commerce SEO. And more specifically, I kind of found my niche within Shopify. Uh, I got, um, yeah, still today, I, I get uh, quite a lot of clients from the Shopify partner program. Uh, from the mm -hmm. Shopify partner group as well. And this is um, kind of what we do today. Um, so today we work uh, mainly with uh, some of the largest uh, Shopify plus brands uh, and just scale those up with, uh, with organic traffic. Wow. Amazing agency life. <laughs> um, nice. Are, are most of your clients um, Europe based or is it worldwide or US US actually I'd US. say like 90% of clients right. are US based. Uh, the other the other 10% uh, 
Australia, UK. Nice. Heck yeah, dude. Agency life. Um, nice. And so, yeah, there you go. We can, we can talk about agency stuff for days, but let's, let's pivot and go into the investing side. Um, and so, uh, what would be, so you said you're, you're passionate about kind of the investing side. What would be your tips, uh, for someone, let's say they're, you know, a past, uh, similar version of yourself, just starting to come up, make good money and now looking into the investing side. What do you, what do you tell those guys? Yeah, I would say just like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, you need to really know your strengths and weaknesses. And especially like after you spend some time in the service business, um, kind of providing your skill to others, you're going to have, you're going to be very good at what you do. And like, I know that like nowadays it's super popular for, I mean, everyone tells you go invest into stocks, go invest into crypto, go invest into real estate. And while that's good, like ultimately you don't have any real control over those investments. Right. So you can pick what you're going to invest in, but you cannot really adjust the returns um, compared to investing, let's say, in an online business or potentially starting another business or something like that, or just reinvesting into your own business, which is crazy to me yeah. that more people don't do. Um, yeah, they make a bit of money, right. yeah. take it, take it out of the business and throw it into stocks or something like that you need to be focused on returns, right? Like the more, the higher return that you can generate on your capital, the, the more successful you are as an investor. And usually uh, the highest return that you can achieve is by investing either into your own business or by investing into a business that you can improve with your skills. So yep. yeah, that's, that's kind of um, what I do with my investing as well. And it's, it's been working out uh, super well. Nice, awesome. Have you, um have you like purchased or delved into other uh, online business models? Yeah, so I have uh, two two other kind of businesses in the uh, kind of lead generation space. They're all they're both built kind of with SEO. So mm -hmm. two of those I have two of them in kind of the affiliate uh, affiliate marketing model, and now I just uh, acquired a SaaS company with my business partner Mike. Um, yeah, so kind of dabbling in a few different models here. One business model that I really want to get, get into more, and I believe we kind of discussed this briefly at the Villa at Wonderfruit actually, is kind of info products. Uh, it, it's a very interesting model uh, just because you don't have the operations and kind of the delivery of the product because it's already built, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like what what's the dream business? You know, for, yeah. for everyone, it's what makes the most profit, with the least amount of customers yeah. or hassle, <laughs> you yeah. know, what makes yeah. the most money with the least amount of like headache and hours required, yeah. you know, in, in, in short, but yeah. So yeah. Info products, downloadable products, video courses. So that, so did you guys, is that part of the, one of the SaaS companies that you purchased or are you thinking about creating just like your own, you know, info products courses for, for around the SEO? Yeah, it's, it's definitely on the to-do list. Like the SaaS company is pretty much, it's just, a, it's just a software that we sell, sell the, like the license to, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the info products, I'm not really involved in any projects right now. Uh, I definitely have it planned, uh, probably something around SEO because we have, I mean, the agency has literally every single thing 
in an SOP organized. So no matter if someone comes in without any experience in SEO, they can jump in, take a month or so to learn and they can, they run, they can run the agency themselves. Um, yep. So potentially I'm considering just turning that into a course or a product at some point and making mm -hmm. it available to, to others. Um, yeah. Right now, right now, they're just like super focused on the agency and uh, kind of building up the the audience across some uh, the social networks as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you already have all these blog posts that I'm seeing on your on your on your website, and so um, yeah, that can be you know probably not too difficult to turn into um, yeah ebook slash video course yeah. and. Uh, I'm in the same exact situation over the last four years, make all these helpful guide blog posts. And then now actually this year, I'm focusing on basically free YouTube courses on Amazon ads, Amazon launch. Mm -hmm. And then that will funnel into more detailed video course, which will be supplemental to our done for you core service. And so, yeah, we, we probably talked about this uh, when yeah, you were yeah. here. Um, are you, are you following any uh, spe uh, specifically other agency guys, YouTubers that that talk about this, like um, the done for you agencies? Hey, supplement your income with with digital products courses. Are you like following mm, anyone around that? I don't. I don't really know. Uh, there is this. There is this guy, um, content content Mavericks, uh, Chris Von Wilpert, I believe. Um, don't quote me on that, but yeah, Content Mavericks. He's very, very good at, at doing this. Um, he has a bit of a different, he has more like a content marketing agency and he works with extremely large businesses like Amazon and, and others. Uh, but something that he does very well is um, just kind of supplementing the income of the agency with uh, with courses, with, um, with strategies and, and selling things like that. Um, but other than that, I don't, I'm not, not really sure. Um, yeah, but looking into it for sure. Yeah, one guy. Yeah, I, I went down this wormhole um, recently. Actually, Danny shared this with me. Um, OG agency guy named Tim Tim Conley, and his big main thing. Um, he's kind of like an agency, you know, consultant guru now. Is mm -hmm. is the three um, three income streams? So mm -hmm. your core done for you. That's the you know big big ticket, and then the done with you, which is maybe just consulting calls or something, mm -hmm. or maybe even it's like a a, a a community like Discord group or something where you just get support and like mm -hmm. done with you. So just, you know, uh, consulting basically. Um, and then the do it yourself. So mm -hmm. no customer interaction, here's our video course, go do it, great. And so he's all about those those three, three levels. Um, so yeah, I've been, that's definitely on the to-do list and uh, actually, yeah, gonna be starting our, our Amazon ads course actually soon because actually we, someone reached out. Uh, anyway, we're gonna JV with his uh, mm -hmm. Amazon course about product research. We're gonna do the PPC side and kind of nice. a, a nice and it's JV. Nice, nice, nice agency life. Um, let's see, uh, investing base story. Um, what other things you got going on or what other uh, uh, tips do you have or things that you want to uh, get out there or, or even questions for me? Uh, things going on, let's kind of break it down maybe. Uh, currently currently moving to Cyprus, just in the process of, of kind of that transition. 
uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of thinking. It's pretty difficult living in Tbilisi, like not not gonna lie, uh, just because like built built a pretty solid network out here, have everything out here. Uh, but I would I would say like a concept that that I've been thinking about a little bit is that like essentially like that you have different kind of places and bases for different kind of chapters of your life. So for example, I, I came here when uh, when I was twenty and I was like in a totally different financial position back then. Um, and I kind of because I came here and because of the people that I met and because of kind of um, the work that I did, I got to the level that I'm now. But in order to get the next to the next level, I kind of feel the need to to go somewhere else mm -hmm. uh, because other opportunities are there and, and like other networks and so on. Um, so that's um, yeah a concept that I've been kind of thinking about recently. Uh, curious yeah. to also hear your thoughts about that. Yeah, switch up the vibe, hundred um, percent. That's one of the things that I like most about this lifestyle is, uh, you know, not not like traveling every every week, you know, like, like backpack <laughs> style, uh, if you want to call it that. But every few months, changing the location, even if it's just Bangkok to Phuket, Bangkok for two months, Phuket for two months, like just that little two month switch up, just switch your environment switch up the scene is just invigorating and exciting right yeah i i agree um and also just like for creativity as well like you switch up a location or you switch up your routine because when you when it feels like okay when you get into a routine sure you can get a lot of work done but sooner or later it kind of it turns you into almost a robot you're just getting the work done getting the work done and you stop being creative but then, okay, you switch up the location, you switch up the routine, maybe you try something that you've never done before or something like that. And it gets the creative kind of juices flowing for sure. 100%. Yeah, that's one of the fa my favorite parts about about this this lifestyle in my, in my life, like to be honest. It's like, even though I've been to Bangkok a gazillion times, I say this on my Instagram stories, every time I go back, it's just fucking exciting. It's, you just feel the energy, I'm just like, yes! Fucking walking up to the BTS in Bangkok, I'm just like, God, I love this city. And so it's like, you know, um, the come and the go. It's a, and same thing with Phuket. Every time I get back to this crib, I like, it's a reinvigoration for the love and appreciation of it. Like, I was just in Bali for three weeks. I've been there many times. I get there, ah, oh, yeah, Bali. Get back to Phuket. Oh, so glad to be home. And so that aspect of, the constantly changing horizon is what brings the joy in life is what I think the quote is from uh, you guys need to tell me the quote in the in the comments it's been my Twitter bio quote um, I forget the, the name of the uh, book but um, yeah you know that's what they say like kind of in like relationships uh, like with your girlfriend like take those scheduled time apart uh, periods mm. So it actually, uh, it's been shown to improve relationships, right? Because if you're in it together every day, okay, it kind of gets boring, kind of gets a little bit monotonous. But if you both do a little, a little time apart, vacation, whatever, you get back and it reignites the love, right? Right. And so, same thing with with your environment, with your with your routine. Um, I, I'm always a switch it up guy. I get bored easily. Um, you know, call same. it a, a, a gift or the curse. Same. But yeah, I think we're like we. Like, I don't like to do the same exact thing for more than two days in a row. Like, whether it's 
the 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 workouts thing I'm doing or like the desk that I'm working at or like I'm the anti routine. Yeah, I agree. Like like I always do something different. Like I always try new shit. Yeah, I I relate to that. Yeah, that's why yeah. like it it can be very easy to start to feel almost like a robot if you get stuck in a routine. Um, so yeah. yeah. Especially like guys like us who are creative, like we're doing writing, we're doing, you know, content stuff, we're doing, uh, you know, client work, um, <clears throat> you know, design stuff. I think for our, our probably creative type minds, we get, we get uh, kind of bored when we need, we need things to change and, and keep, keep the spice coming. Yeah. Agreed. Um, shit. And so how, how old are you now? 23. 23. 23 damn young guns <laughs> and and when did you when did you first so you moved to thailand um tbilisi. 2018 so damn tbilisi, so you must have been like tbilisi is 2020 yeah okay i i I, okay. I didn't move to thailand i was just there for you a just conference. went to the conference yeah 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 i was there for like then, two weeks two weeks or so uh-huh. And then back to to, to uh, Slovenia, and then fully remote 2020. Yeah. Tbilisi. Yeah, correct. Nice, nice. For like, I'm curious, like, what what is the exact tax advantage to being in Tbilisi? Zero. So your taxes is basically zero. Zero. And yeah. what does that require? Does that require residency? You set up your company there, or? So I mean, there are like. Um, I have an entire structure pretty much between uh, Georgia and Cyprus as well. Um, but you kind of need to, so every country gives you a certain advantage, but if you combine two countries, then you get, you can kind of pick and choose the advantages that you want because you have companies in two different countries if you structure it properly. Um, so Georgia has a program that's called that's essentially just like a virtual zone. It's kind of similar to Dubai, but it only ap- applies to to web slash tech companies. Um, so it's like a free zone that is not taxed, uh, but it's only on like web and IT. Uh, so th- this is kind of how how we're structured, how I have everything structured over here, uh, and this is the unique advantage compared to Slovenia, where this is non-existent and you end up paying forty nine percent tax. On everything so yeah damn (laughs) and then so does does that require you you, getting a residency yeah yeah so you need to you need to essentially um, this applies like for to it doesn't apply to obviously US citizens just because of the different taxation Um, like US citizens like you guys are are taxed every yeah we get taxed No. no matter where we are yeah um if like you have a european passport or like any other kind of passport um don't quote me on this but for for european passports at least it's based on where you spend six months so there are also like other exemptions so for example cyprus has 90 days so i don't know as long as you're in cyprus for 90 days you get taxed there which is also zero um if you're six months in georgia you get taxed in georgia which is also zero so like there, there, there are loopholes that you can kind of um, take advantage of, and it starts to make a lot of sense when you get to um, when you start making some solid money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then what, what's the deal with Cyprus? I, I, I know what it is, 
uh, I, I know what the country is, but um, why Cyprus? Uh, so I have quite a solid network out there. Uh, and like there are just a lot of opportunities uh, for me where, where I'm currently at. Um, it's a very interesting company. Uh, it's a very interesting country because it's 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 kind of like, I don't know, it's it feels like you're in some tropical paradise, but it's still mm. Europe. So mm-hmm. you get all of the advantages. Um, it, it kind of feels like it's an, an offshore paradise. That, that's kind of the vibe mm-hmm. that I get there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so super high quality of life, not incredibly expensive and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of advantages. And I mean, super nice weather year round, which is also a big advantage. Nice. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I was just I see, living I see in Turkey. To, I see you switch to Bing using it because of AI. Dude, they, yeah, <laughs> they got me. So I was like watching the Bing, you know, chat GPT, you know, merger yeah. video. And then I click to use it and it goes, get access by switching your default search to yeah. Bing. But um, I'm not. Um, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad no? about it. Um, I, I don't even have access to the chat thing yet. No? Um, aspect of it yet. Um, but it's a nice switch up from Google and it, it's good and fine and same, same. Not only switching up the routine, also the browsers. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, I never <laughs> thought it switched to Bing, but um, yeah, it, it's interesting times, it's man, gonna, with this. Yeah. You know, you know, Google is up to something. They're going to come out with yeah. something, you know, just as good or better, you know, probably real soon. And um, yeah, like, like, are you a fan of Notion by chance? I was just using the Notion AI. I just got an email about it um, that they, they, they released it. Um, it's funny talking about AI. I just literally watched their video with uh, Evan and, and Bam on like that clip on, on AI on your channel. Um, it's it's interesting, man. Like um, especially with uh, like Microsoft right now, they're essentially like integrating uh, like AI into all of their apps. So obviously, um, Microsoft Teams, Skype, uh, Bing, all of these yeah. um, to just answer the questions and so on. And they're gonna be like, if you think about it, all of these other apps, Skype, Microsoft Teams, and so on that people use, uh, Outlook will kind of become uh, traffic drivers to specific websites because like at the moment AI is still kind of pulling the info and sending traffic to like other websites where it actually gets the data from. Um, so it's it's very interesting how, how this evolves um, and it's going to impact like so many industries. Um, so yeah, definitely looking yeah. into that more and more. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Skype. I, I use it all the time. Do you use Skype by, by chance? Yeah, yeah, I use it. Yeah, and so, you know, the chatbot's gonna be right up, right up in there. But like, what what I was bl- mind blown away, uh, just playing with Notion AI yesterday is it's apparently it's just connected to ChatGPT's API, but and Google Docs is probably right behind making something crazy. But let's say you just paste paste in a big just clump of text. You can just highlight it and say, format this into a nice blog post with H1, H2, H3 headers, bullet points, and number lists. It will just take a chunk of text and go, Poosh, format the whole thing for you. Yeah. And I didn't even know that was that was possible. 
And then I actually tried it in ChatGPT. ChatGPT can also do it. I didn't know if ChatGPT could do yeah. formatting and stuff like that, headers and like stuff and and all that. But like that's for blog writers like us. Wow, that little just like copy and pasting and like organizing, spacing, spacing takes so much fucking time. Yeah. Boom, done. Um, especially for like we. I mean, we just kind of implemented not for actual writing just yet, but for just research because. Like we're, we're pushing out anywhere between, I don't know, 600, 700,000 words every single month for our clients. And obviously it's, it takes a lot of time to research all these topics. So what we did is we essentially came up with, with a process instead of the writer having to research the topic and put together an outline, we essentially have ChatGPT do it. And at the moment, like it saves us about, I don't know, 30 to 40% off of the entire process. Uh, and like, it's, it's insane. Like just the time savings there. Um, yeah. So ton yeah. of potential yeah it's uh, I'm, I'm just telling all my my va assistants about chat gpt and uh <laughs> it's fun to see every day their minds blown they're like what <laughs> like, what yeah they're like wow i'm like yeah guys so like especially you know my my blog writer angelica assistant i'm like uh yeah you know how i told you about proper spacing and h1 headers and yeah, I just forget. You can just tell ChatGPT to, to do that for you. She's like, whoa. And so, yeah, lots of minds are being being blown. And then, you know, extrapolating into the future is just a matter of, of your imagination at that point, where we're yeah, headed. for sure. It's like, it's, it's coming to Siri, you know. It's coming to desktop. Eventually, it will be able to, you know, click around and and siri will be able to do anything on your mac like uh open these three browsers and then compose an email to to ben and tell him hey are we still on for five minutes and then also set a reminder here and then also um you know take ben's response and put it into send it to my va <laughs> it's like is we're gonna have virtual just assistance just in the cloud all around us they can do anything digital it's uh yeah. yeah and especially like it's 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 kind of funny because like i think we we all kind of assume that like ai is going to go after the kind of low-end jobs first so like repetitive i don't know cashiers and and these type of jobs but it's going after the top like the coders uh programmers the creative stuff it's it's actually the exact opposite of what we kind of assumed, or at least what I assumed was gonna mm. um, happen. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm seeing it now as a, as my my assistant's assistant, like they're just gonna be yeah. able to do, they're, they're gonna be they're gonna be fine, you know, um, but uh, you know, in terms of the cashiers, um, well, we we've all seen mcdonald's and every every you know fast food and uh, automatic checkout and vending machines right. for the past you know five ten years so their their days are are waning as well um and then the next wave is the tesla bots when those things come in five ten years it's like my maid might be fired <laughs> <laughs> like imagine you have a you know that's coming like in the next five ten years we're gonna have robots walking around and they have tesla ai chat gpt or whatever it is built in i can say yo uh yeah 
uh ben's coming over for a podcast can you set up the podcast setup it'll go find all my cameras set them up <laughs> get the pillows nice imagine that bro it's crazy that's yeah. coming man it's 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 coming oh wow i mean the 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 pace of acceleration these, these days it's is, kind is of scary crazy. to be honest man it's kind of scary like what it can what it can lead to as well i was watching this video by alex Ramosi. i think he uploaded it like two months ago just yeah. on on ai man like it's gonna do everything like because it's it it learns by itself right you don't need to input the data for it to learn it learns yeah. by itself so yeah it's gonna be wild. yeah and, and you hear elon musk talking about like just uh, just two days ago at the, at the investor day, he's like, yeah, it could be a point where, uh, you know, there's more Tesla bots than humans on earth. And then, <laughs> fuck, I don't even know what an economy means at that point. Like, just yeah. chill. <laughs> like, you don't even yeah, have to work. Yes. You know? And so that, that's, that you know. I don't really understand is like how, like, how, how are we going to make money? Like, what, what will we do? Like, at one point, yeah. if they're doing everything. Yeah, that, that's kind of like, left. I think is what he's saying. It's like, at that point, you know, that's why he when he talks about like, yeah, maybe you know, some sort of universal income or, or some sort of thing will need to change, because um, it's like when you don't need to work, everything is most automated. I think people will just focus on, you know, still the things that the robots can't do. So, you know. Just like the human interaction stuff, stand-up comedy, sports, um, spirituality, relationships, health, fitness. And so I've always thought about this this future society where, um, yeah, AI and robots are taking care of everything. You, you know, most people don't need to, you know, work. Mm-hmm. Um, at least we don't have to have work as the priority number one for our day, five days a week. Cause that's like the standard in the whole, whole world, right? Your the basis of your every day is work, make money to provide for yourself and your family. Well, what if in a future situation, energy, energy is basically abundant and free, right? Um, that's, that's obviously a, a big part of it. If we crack nuclear or solar or whatever, combined with the manual labor stuff is just taken care of by armies of (laughs) star wars robots (laughs) and then so okay like all my needs are met like we have self-generating uh fleets of robots that can build a house and build a huge luxury mansion anywhere for anyone for basically free because the cost of energy is basically free and then they're mining and making bricks out of water or like some basically a free thing. Um, And so everyone can have their own house needs, electricity, um, heating, cooling, everything's kind of done. And then, so what, what would we do if we don't have to work? And this is a question that, you know, entrepreneurs, and six successful folks have to ask ourselves at some point in our life, you know, you know, the kind of midlife crisis is, well, I'm successful. It's like, so what do I do with my time? And it's like, yeah. well, what did we do when we were kids? What do we do? We play with our friends and we 
play games and we play sports and that's the basis of our day and we learn but the the learning and the stuff is kind of connected as it, you mm-hmm. need to learn to work mm-hmm. but like what if it's a future society where our, our every day is just everyone's just retired what do retired people do same as kids so what do retired people do they pick up a hobby they bounce around from hobby to hobby they do art they hang out with their grandkids they travel the world and then so you know everyone let's let's say in in that society everyone can retire at at 25 or 30 you just got to do your grunt work of society for and you can just retire early let's say that at the very earliest and then what do you what does retirement mean i, I, right. I talk about that all the time and because tim ferris talks about it and many retirements and what's the real meaning of it and really what it means is just being able to do what you want to do if you didn't have to work every day right so you know maybe yeah. at the very least these uh, ai and robots will allow us to um, I mean, it already is because really, what what is this? What is automation doing? It's saving, saving work hours. We have to work less hours. So what do we do when we when we're not working? You know, every day, what are we doing when we're not working? You know, that's a question we ask ourselves every day. Yeah. So what do we do? Fitness, work on our bodies, relationships, travel, do fun stuff. You said get out, socialize. So, um, yeah, it's makes us question, <laughs> question work, you know, question our whole life. Yeah. Like how how far far how far is it, like how long before it happens? This this type of things, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting conversation for sure. Yeah, it's just pretty much just a matter of time how how fast things are going. Um, ha- have you ever followed like Ray Kurzweil and his like um, 2045 singularity uh, predictions? I heard about it the first time literally an hour ago when I was watching your video with Evan <laughs> on AI. <laughs> my my video with who? With Evan. Oh, Evan. Yeah, oh, Evan and okay, okay, You had nice. that, you had that uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't mentioned that. I, I love talking yeah. about it because it's so, because I've been following that for 10 years. Like when I first started getting into YouTube, that was one of the things I, I stumbled upon. Um, like the dude that invented text to speech, he invented like this. The, he's basically one of the inventors of computers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and his thing is like 2045 singularity, where AI is is so smart, and it's at that point it's getting exponentially smarter than the the entire uh, knowledge of the human race. What happens next is only only beyond our, our imagine, imagination. We, there's no way to quite predict what happens. It could break off and destroy the planet. It could break off and fly off to Mars. It could, uh, <laughs> it could basically be you know this this godlike thing created. So he's pretty much predicting what will happen. Thing. Yeah. So he's a uh, since since the sixties seventies, he's written written books predicting where computers will be in the future. And so he was the first one to successfully predict when computers will be in households when everyone else was like why would households have computers in them and so he predicted the the personal computer the personal phone and so he goes 2030 2040 we will have computers inside our bodies and inside of our blood cells inside of our cells and they will be able to we will be able to 
reverse engineer cells that do anything, any processes inside the body that we program them to do, such as, you know, uh, killing any disease, killing any cancer. Mm -hmm. It'll be completely programmed because DNA is just a program and we're already crazy advanced with that right now. But he says technology does not move linear. It moves exponentially. Mm-hmm. And so our, our brains work on a linear because in nature there's no real thing as exponential, but our brains work on linear thinking. But if you just pencil out the rate at which computing power and the size mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you know uh, microchips, we will have, you know, basically we'll be... N- doing nano that's basically nanotechnology which is a big you know uh category of the exponential uh you know technology right. world right and we already basically our, our strongest computers now are on the nanometer level like like i think we're down to like six nanometer like uh transistors or something like that it's getting to the the point where we're going to be able to <clears throat> on the cellular level have basically a machine slash organic computing cells that'll be able to reverse aging. And so one of his big controversial things, he's like, yeah, we technically, we could be able to extend lifespan like a de- uh, um indefinitely. Uh, and then insane. he's like, and then another controversial thing is like, well, maybe we'll figure out how to merge our consciousness slash brains with a computer just like a matrix and back up our memories and consciousness and then okay maybe that, that's where these starts getting scary and then it starts getting into matrix yeah. <laughs> really sci-fi uh, so yeah, yeah but this part about like ex- exponential versus linear like it's it's so true because i don't know just comparing how we learn like comparing how humans learn and how computers learn right i don't know we can do I don't know, to do a thing 10,000 times, like the 10,000 hours rule. Like, we need to sleep, we need to eat, we need to, like, relax. We cannot work 24-7. A computer can work 24-7. So the, Mm -hmm. like, amount of time it needs to go through this, plus it it knows down every single mistake. It does not repeat mistakes. It makes a mistake once, learns from it. Like, it's insane. Like, (laughs) there's no chance. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Dude, Elon Musk is making humanoid he's making that he's making the ultimate employee the ultimate housemaid the ultimate construction worker and they're going to be making the tesla the new tesla cars in five ten years which he insinuated at the investor they think that's they're going to be their new factory setup and yeah just like you said (laughs) the cost benefit of that is going to be crazy like they can work 24 hours they just walk outside to solar charge or you know they have huge solar panels the energy will get very very cheap with the solar advancements and uh he was saying something like yeah the next generation of cars will be like half the cost to make and so with the use of you know these these robots and then um robo taxis are coming robo ubers <laughs> but they'll be they'll be teslas and you hail an app with your tesla hey look a car with your Tesla app, it shows up. There's no driver inside. Crazy. Interesting times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is a deep chat. Any other uh, topics or things that you want to get out there? Uh, I think we covered pretty much everything. 
business investing story basis policy maybe anything else that comes to mind we went pretty deep into ai here not gonna lie yeah we yeah <laughs> luckily I, I pulled up bing and then we went down that 25 yeah. minute wormhole um but i mean yeah that's that's one of the most i mean that's the story of today really right now that's what's we're living very 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 interesting and fast moving times unprecedented in in history that's that's to say the least um nice dude where, where can people like uh i don't know ask you questions follow you or uh yeah so i suggest just reaching out over email like benjamin at goldenweb.net or through the site uh benjamin golden on linkedin facebook twitter so any of those work nice nice yeah hit him up on all those and uh yeah i'll i'll see you on instagram i'll see you in the discord uh if anyone watched this far into the podcast share this with a friend like the video at the very least i mean if you watch the very end you better like this shit <laughs> um and then uh yeah you're you guys are welcome to join the the digital nomads discord just hit me up on uh on instagram if you want to ask ben uh, potentially some questions in there and me some questions um i'm trying to create an army of uh, super smart dudes in there Epic. so all right bro maybe see you uh somewhere in the world uh, sometime soon see you soon thanks for having me on all right have a good one peace